0: Hi everyone! Welcome to Mabuhay Maxima. This is the podcast that encourages you to experience happiness, compassion, and kindness in a world that really tempts you not to. And this is MR, your host. Hello everyone! Hi! My name is MR Maximo and you are watching or listening to Mabuhay Maxima. Today we are at episode 15, How to Write a Smashing Résumé. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just tried to be formal and whatnot for the episode. But yeah, we are at episode 15 how to write a smashing resume. (laughs) So yeah, guys, we're at 15 episodes. It feels like a milestone. So. If you're listening in right now, thank you, thank you for choosing this to spend your time with today and if you've been listening to my voice from the very beginning, I really, 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 really thank you for sticking with me the whole journey and it has been amazing. So, for today, we are currently in the Philippines. The quarantine is currently extended to May 15th, so hold on to your hats, guys, alright? We can still do this, alright? So, do not give up on hope. And let's all do our best. I really hope that you have a great week ahead. All right, so let us start with the effect of the pandemic throughout the whole world. I understand that many have well been laid off, have been retrenched, or have currently lost their current line of work and with that, I was suggested to make this episode for you guys in order for you to jump start and how to actually be able to get into a new job so yeah how to write a smashing resume i do understand that some of you it might have been a long time since the last resume that you've written down and the practices now are a little bit different but although somewhat the same from the years that have gone by so (laughs) and also this is good for first timers or those who just got out of college or someone who's just trying to get a new source of income while this thing is going on in the world. Alright, so let's start! So general rules about writing your, your resume. One, a resume is different from a CV. A curriculum vitae is a more detailed version of your resume. Like. It could extend to as much pages as you need, cause it will be there in complete detail your your achievements, your accomplishments, your experience, your uh, professional profile, and everything. So it's like the story of your life written professionally. That's your curriculum vitae. So that is more applicable for medical, technical, and academic jobs, wherein they really need to see your background. Now for others for the general public we only use resume so it's just usually one page and it is a summary of your skills and accomplishments it's like if you're a product if you're a product and you have the task to sell yourself with the shortest amount of time possible that's your resume you're selling yourself in one page general rule in styling your resume is one for fonts okay um you may mix and match but only in the same font family. The most that you can do in f- font styling is different font styles in terms of bold and italic and font sizes. The general rule is 24 points for your name, 12 points for your headings, and 10 points for your details. Okay? 24, 12, 10. Or 24, 20, 12. Just in that range. And then please do not use different colors. Black is the only way to go. We are professionals here. Yes. And as much as you love Comic Sans, please do not use Comic Sans because more likely than not, you will be judged by using Comic Sans. So let's avoid that. And for the sections of your resume, it will be nice to add little line breaks. right? line breaks along the different sections like to separate your work summary from your educational background and all the other stuff so that it'll be nice and neat and coherent and easy to read. Okay, first, your name, okay? Your name should be complete. If you have five names in your name, then you have to put all five names. If any job that... Is applicable to use your pen name or your surname in your name heading then you may add that as well like for example for me it will be for my writing resume it will be Mary Rose Roseanne MR Maximo and then underneath your name should be your basic details your name your contact details the east um, probably one or two contact details are enough Your primary one, your cell phone number, or your email, the second contact number is up to you. So maybe email or it may be your phone number. But if you are going to pass your resume online, the email is a requirement. And if you're going to write your email address there, please make sure that it is a professional sounding one. If it's your name, like for example mine, my official writing email is mrmaximoph at gmail.com Please do not write IamTheSexyGoddess.com or masterofthewifi.com or any playful email address that you may have. As much as possible, your name numbers are okay like for example um mrmaximo123 at gmail.com that is absolutely okay the first line that you usually see on a resume nowadays is either your objective or your professional profile it's one or two you cannot do both all right so the objective the objective is yes what you aim to gain to the job the objectives It's usually used by people who are at entry level if you just got out of school or you have not been through a previous job or you have gone through freelance work. Uh, The professional profile, like for example, it states what you currently are as a person. Like for example, my professional profile will be... uh, uh, a customer oriented flight attendant who flies domestic and international, blah, 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 blah. So, professional profile is technically what you are currently doing. It's a mix of your best soft and technical skills. So, it is best to be used by current professionals if you're, shift, if you're planning to shift from one company to the next. And for freelance jobs who are looking for freelance work related to their current expertise. Now after your professional profile, I would suggest you put a line break after this. As I have mentioned earlier, line breaks makes reading easier. So like after your professional profile or your objective, whatever suits for you, is either your work experience or your educational background. So the difference between the two is you should put your educational background first if one, you just got out of college and two, you have been doing, until recently, part-time jobs, sideline jobs, or, or you're applying for your first full-time job. So yeah, you're technically at entry level If you've already been working for quite some time and you have a lot of experience on your hand, then please go on ahead to putting your work experience first. So let's start with your educational background for my entry level listeners. So, basically, what you will do in your educational background is state your highest educational attainment. If you're applying for a professional job, like, for example, being a nurse, being a doctor, being an accountant, any job that requires a certain degree, please put the course that you have studied first. So, let's, for example, Bachelor of Science in Accountancy. Please put that first. Then, the school, all right? Then, the year that you will graduate or the year that you have graduated, either or. Another option would be you put the school first. It is for business and operational roles, customer service roles. Any role that were in your course is not a specific requirement for that job. For me, Assumption College, San Lorenzo Village, Makati. And underneath that will be Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, Major in Marketing Management in the year that I have graduated, which is Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, please put your college degree only unless, unless your high school is of notable background. Like, for example, Ateneo de Manila University, Bachelor of Science, and blah, 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 blah. Then your high school is Ateneo de Manila High School, blah, 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 blah. Right? There you go. And... It will also be really, really, really recommended that if you have any awards or achievements during the time that you were studying in college or in high school, please put it already right there. Depends on the hierarchy of the importance of the three things. Your course, your school, and your educational uh, attainment. Like, for example, it will be, for example, for me, although I'm not, I wish I am. Assumption College, San Lorenzo Village, Makati. summa cum laude. Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, major in Marketing Management. Take note, I am not a sumakum laude. I wish I am, but I'm not. Okay, <laughs> that was just for an example. Now, after that, after you your educational background, for your first timers, will be your work experience or work experience first. Like I said earlier, for those who are shifting a different job or already have well work experience. So, for work experience, we do it in reverse chronological order. So it's the latest job first then the one after that and the one after that and so on and so forth. Now it goes in two ways. There are two kinds of people who have work experience. It's one, those who have experience through freelance work or those who skip from one job to the next like multiple six jobs in one year or whatnot or those who have been well staying in one company for a certain notable amount of time. Like for example, You have been to company A for two years, company B for three, something like that. So, writing your work experience is different for those two. Let's start with the consistent one, the one who has been staying long for a certain amount of time. So, that will be, you state your latest job first, notable contributions to that kind of work, and what major technical or soft skill that you may have learned through that job, the second to the latest job, and so on and so forth. Now for those who have experienced more on freelance work or those who skip too many jobs in a short amount of time, you would state your work experience based mm-hmm. by skill. In your resume, it's your name, your professional profile, I would suggest you state your skills first. Your skill set, then your work experience, the places where you have actually worked with, and then your education background. So, your skill set first, your work experience then your education background so i will mention how you will write your skill set in a while but for your work experience please state the companies that you have worked with and the year and it is also important that you mention there if you are a freelancer that you do it freelance that you're not really an employee of the company next will be your skill set so for my entry level peeps it will be your name professional profile Educational background, skill set if you don't have work experience, and work experience if you have little or none. It's all right. So, educational background, skill set, and work experience, or whichever has what you feel more impact. And for my working peeps, it will be name, professional profile, work experience, or skill set for my freelancers. Then, so switch the two up, whatever job you may have, and then educational background, and so on and so forth so for your skill set it is important that you put skills that are only relative to the job that you are applying for like for example if you're applying to be a flight attendant it is not really that useful if you will put there that you are proficient in microsoft word and excel and other office apps you're not going to use that in the job what will be really really good is you will put there that you have experience talk to customers through your possible work at this company or that you are hard-working, responsible, you're on your toes and you are very caring towards other people which can be your soft skills. So in your skill set, you have two kinds of skills that you need to put there, your technical and your soft skills. So technical skills will be the actual stuff that you need to have to have the job like for example you're applying as a bartender so your possible technical skills will be of course bartending cocktail mixing menu preparation and customer service management now for soft skills will be your you're very outgoing you are adaptable you are willing to learn new things you always have a smile on your face you're very charming It, it should be a good mix of technical and soft skills cause one no, nowadays, no one likes to work with a person who knows everything but doesn't really care or doesn't really show any emotion. At the same time, no one really wants to work with someone who is all talk but no walk. So you have to be a good mix of two. Next will be your seminars or the workshops that you have attended. Now for my entry-level babies, those who have graduated out of college or whatever educational attainment that you have gotten out of. Now for your seminars, I do understand that the school lets you attend a lot of seminars. They give you a lot of certificates telling you that you will need it when you already apply for a job. Take notice, not all seminars or workshops will actually apply to the job. It's like your skills. Like for example, if you are applying to be a marketing representative for a bank, all right, a workshop on how to deepen your faith will not cut it. A workshop on the conservation of the environment will not really work out unless you're applying for a green marketing representative. That's a different story. Like I said, it's dependent on the job that you're applying for. And for exa- and most importantly, let's say all of the workshops that you have attended are relative to the job that you're applying for. Question number one, can you remember everything that has been said in that workshop? If not, scratch that workshop. Two. If the subject of the workshop is something that you can talk about during the interview, and three. If the time that the workshop happened is not really that dated, next will be your biodata. So for your biodata, it's usually general general information like your height, weight, hair color, eye color, blah 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 blah. That is optional. It only depends if the job that you're applying for requires it. Like for example, if you're going to apply to be a flight attendant where in your physical attributes is an important factor, please put it there. So, bio data in your resume is completely optional. Lastly will be your references. So, it's advisable to put two or three people in your reference. It will be nice if one, they are notable in their field. Two, if it is your mentor. In school or in your past job alright so no your mom will not work especially even if your mom is a notable person in your field no your mom will not work okay that's the third thing no relatives so yeah I understand that is a lot of information to put in one page so make sure that the information the details that you're gonna put are concise yet complete bullet points are your best friend when writing a, me- a resume even if when you put it on bullet points it doesn't mean that you'll just put like for example your skills bullet point cocktail mixing next bullet point diligent next bullet point hardworking. next bullet point team player you know see write as much needle as you can without compromising it going to the next line of your page because if it's going to be on the next line of your page might as well maximize it to the end without going to the next line so it will be nicer to look at if every bullet point only has one line or two. It will be too much of a read. It will be three. And final notes on writing your resume. One, make sure that whatever information you put there, you can back it up in an interview. And two, make sure that it will be a really, really great plus point if your resume is catered to the company and to the job that you're applying for so that really nice because the company will have that uh, thinking that oh this person really wants to apply for my job I am the choice not the option it really shows your determination and your willingness to work for the company and yeah I mean as an intro person I'd rather work with you than someone who thinks of me as a second choice or something you know it's like in a relationship you'd rather be the girlfriend not a girlfriend you know <laughs> I feel that I've covered Most of the stuff that you need to write a resume. Alright? I hope this helps you very much. And if you have any concerns or any more... You have any concerns or you have any more questions after writing down your resume, you may send it to me through my website, Facebook, or Instagram. It's alright. It will be... My handles are Facebook or Instagram.com slash Mabuhay Maxima or You may email me at hello at mabuhaymaxima.com all right and send it over there send it over there i'll check it out for you i'll tell i'll give you some notes on how to improve or let you know that it's already a smashing resume (laughs) all right please don't be shy all right if you need any help in writing your resume just let me know and yeah thank you for watching it's it's been a very technical episode for me and I hope you heard, you learned something somehow and again if you're watching on fa- on youtube right now please like and subscribe if you are listening on your favorite podcast channel i would love to hear your voice please do send me a comment or a message through my f- social media handles or you may be extra f- so personal and send me a voice message through anchor.fm slash mabuhaymaxima slash message all right thank you very much I'll see you all again soon and I really do hope that the resume that you're gonna write right now will send you to that job that you really want. Fingers crossed. Alright, thank you very much guys. My name is Mr. This is episode 15, How to Write a Smashing Resume. And I'll see you all again soon. Bye-bye!